The Ride Home Rants podcast is brought to you by Reaper Apparel Company. Reaper Apparel offers a casual line of superb fit, finish, and comfort. We design for those who refuse to die slowly and choose to live untamed. For those who aren't afraid to face the dark, for the ones that thrive in it, and for those who can appreciate life through a grim lens. That's Reaper Apparel Company. Go to the link in the description of this episode, use the promo code Mike Bono, and get 10% off. Also, the Ride Home Rants podcast is brought to you by my own personal merch store, the Stupid Should Hurt merch store. I have hats, I have t-shirts, hoodies, coffee mugs, water bottles, notebooks, you name it, I've got it. The description and the link for that will be in the description of this episode. Also, right now, if you use the promo code WELCOME, I will give you 5% off of your first purchase. That's the Stupid Should Hurt merch store. Also, the Rod Home Rants podcast is brought to you by Tactical Brotherhood. All-American-made apparel, which helps support the Second Amendment. You can also find all this in the description of this episode with the link, Tactical Brotherhood. Part of every proceed does go to helping veterans, as it is a very good cause. All American-made products made right here in Minnesota. Go and check them out. Use the promo code PATRIOT15 to get 15% off your purchase. Now, let's start the show. everybody welcome to the first episode of mike bono's ride home rants podcast uh, i want to do first thank y'all for tuning in and listening uh this is the first one i wanted to keep it authentic i am in my truck so you are going to be hearing some background noise the engine running my turn signals me yelling at other drivers on the road because nobody knows how to drive so this is going to correlate with the videos on my youtube page if you haven't seen them i will be putting a link in the description here to go check those out too as well those are going to be shorter versions of this here i just want to do a few housekeeping things today i will be ranting about people and customer service and how much i respect them being one of them right now uh, also, I'm a big sports fan, so I will be talking occasionally about some sports topics on this podcast too as well. So, today, like I said, people in customer service. I want to give a big shout out to everybody in customer service, especially this time of year with the holidays coming up. It is a very stressful time of the year. Everyone trying to do that last minute shopping and get everything in and done before Christmas puts a lot of strain and a lot of hours on people in customer service. Now, me being a struggling comedian, if you will, um, or as we like to call ourselves, up-and-comers, it's tough trying to balance a day job and be doing comedy shows too as well. So big shout out to everybody out there who's doing that too as well, like myself. But 
One thing I think everyone in customer service will agree on is that people suck. Everybody that is a customer absolutely sucks. Everybody wants something for nothing. Nobody is willing to hear your side of the story and actually just listen to you. And they also think that they know more than you. I blame that in part on the internet. Now, I, I think it's because the internet is out there that everybody thinks they are an expert in everything. You're not. You can't be an expert in all things. You can be an expert in one, maybe two things. It's impossible to know everything. But everyone's main argument is, well, I heard it on the internet and I saw it on the internet, so it has to be true. Do you know that anybody with a brainstem can go on the internet and actually just put up something on Wikipedia or Google and people take that as gospel? It's not true. I work in customer service. I tell somebody the price of something and they look at me and with a very straight face, go, yeah, but what's your best price? Now, I understand everybody wants a deal. Everybody wants a good deal. I'm one of those people. I want a good deal on something. Not everything is going to be discounted. Know that right up front. I work right now and I sell RVs uh, for my day job. Now... Somebody came up to me recently. I was with them, talking to them. They liked one of the campers that I had and was able to sell. They go, what's the price of it? I said, it's $12,995. They go, yeah, but what's your best price? I looked these people square in the eye and I said, it's $12,995. We don't list these things for the fuck of it. We list them at a very fair price. Now it is like a car, there's a little bit of wiggle room, but everybody wants something for free. And it's annoying. I attest that to the way the world has been with everybody getting something for free from the government, I'll say this, I'm not a very political person, so if you're looking for politics on this podcast, you can go fuck yourself, it's not going to happen. And if you have an opinion about what I'm going to say, you're entitled to it, know this, I'm not going to agree with you if it differs from mine. That's just the way I am, that's the way I was raised. I speak the truth, I do fact check everything that I say and that I put out there, so know that I've already done my research. Now, that being said, everybody getting something for free has created a generation of lazy douchebags. I said it, I'll say it again. Lazy douchebags. People who think that just because they are who they are, they'll get something for free. It's not going to happen. You're not that special. Nobody gives a shit about you. So, 
That is something that we in customer service do have to combat on a daily basis. It's very stressful. Uh, I mean, I'm 31 years old and I'm already starting to go gray if that tells you how stressful it is. So, I mean, it's to the point now where it's just laughable. Like I said, I've worked in customer service. I've been in customer service since about 2012. And I've pretty much heard almost everything that you think you can hear from the stupidity of people in this world. The people who want something for nothing. Before I was selling RVs, I worked at a call center for TV and internet. I won't say the name of them. I'm not going to be that person. But they called in and I was in the billing department just for clarity on this one person called in they wanted to pay their bill didn't have a problem with this totally respected you're allowed to do that the problem I had is they said they wanted to pay cash again something you're allowed to do just not over the phone they then had a 10 minute argument with me asking why they couldn't fax the cash to us in the call center. I'm going to let that sink in for a little bit. They thought that when they put something through a fax machine that it magically crumpled itself up, went through a wire to wherever they were faxing it to, and that it was received on the other side uncrinkled and undamaged. This blew my mind to the point where I had no rebuttal to this. I had thought I had heard everything. I had not. I had somebody actually want to pay cash over the phone to a call center. It it, it's just, it's getting to the point now where it's just laughable. I just sit and I laugh to myself like a maniac that I am about the stupidity in this world. It's getting out of hand. And again, it attests to, well, it's on the internet, so it has to be true. No, not how this works. Now, don't get me wrong. You can get a lot of good information from the internet if you know where to go. I mean, if you're going to accredited sites and everything like that, then yes, I will take into account that you are looking at a credible site, and there's a good possibility that that could be true. So that's my little rant about that, and again, if you work in customer service, in sales, anything like that right now, especially this time of the year around Christmas time a big thank you to you uh, I appreciate you uh, just because I work in sale doesn't mean I don't shop I do shop um, and when I go in I make sure to thank the person the sales rep or whomever I'm working with for their time because I know there's a lot better things that they could be doing with their time right now than listening to people bitch about wanting something for nothing 
so another thing like I said um, we'll be talking a lot of sports on here too as well I am a big sports fan and my takes on things in that world and I had a video up recently uh, again on my YouTube channel will be link in the in the description here so that you can find it I'll post that there too as well it is about how flawed the NCAA is. Their football rankings are an absolute joke. This college football playoff was supposed to fix the BCS. I can't believe I'm going to say this because I despised the old BCS system. It was also a joke. The college football playoff, since its inception has had pretty much the same four teams playing for a national championship every year. Alabama, LSU, Clemson, Ohio State, and occasionally Notre Dame will sneak in there. This playoff was designed and created to make college football more enjoyable, which I do enjoy some college football myself, I'm not going to lie, but it's to give these smaller schools that don't get a lot of love in the bowl games and the rankings a shot to make a run for a national championship. Supposedly, it was supposed to be that, well, if you were undefeated, you're going to get a nod towards the top four, regardless of conference and strength of schedule. Now, my problem with this is, one, they don't go off of strength of schedule. They go off of a bias as to who they want in to see into the playoffs. And Alabama plays nobody every year. They play like an Appalachian State they play like a high school team and I think there's a school of the deaf and the blind in there they go undefeated almost every year and they make the playoffs and they play for a national championship this is why they're getting these top recruits this is why all these big quote unquote powerhouses get the top recruits and are always in the playoffs now this year being that it's the wonderful 2020 that it is and the age of COVID has brought out a new dynamic and at the beginning of the season teams had the choice to opt in or out of the season this year no penalties against them they decided if your players are too afraid to play and they don't want to risk Contracting this virus that you know there is a virus out there everybody. I don't know if you've heard but Some teams started when they were supposed to uh, the big 12s uh, The ACC I think was one of them that started on time But there were schools like the the big 10 that did not start on time SEC didn't start when they were supposed to they came in around week four week five and decided that all of a sudden they want to play again. It's fine, I mean, if you want to play, but then the committee had to 
then invoke a rule in a bylaw saying that, well, if you want to play, that's fine. Get your players some exposure, yada, 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 not hurt their stats and their draft stock for the ones that do want to go to the NFL. But you have to have a minimum of eight games in by December 19th to be playoff eligible. Totally respect that. That was a rule. You didn't want to start on time? Okay, well, you have to have a minimum number of games in to be able to play for a national championship. There were teams that started on time. They weren't afraid of the virus. They were playing their schedule. And they are willing to take the risk to play a game. Now, Ohio State has had a game canceled, which in turn means they would only have seven games in by December 19th. They're currently, I think right now, they're the number four team or number three team in the country. They're in the top four. They're in the playoff. Let's put it that way. Now, my problem with that is, well, they knew, well, you're only going to have seven games in. That does not make you playoff eligible. How should they have kept their ranking knowing this information? But instead of saying, well, Ohio State's not going to play for a championship this year, God for fucking bid, what we're going to do is we're going to go back and we're going to revise the bylaws that were made at the beginning of the season to say, oh, well, maybe we'll go down to seven games. That puts Ohio State right at seven games, and that puts them right back into the playoff talk. Complete bullshit in my mind. Then, now there's talks that their game this coming Saturday possibly could get canceled again. Michigan, their big rival, the big game everybody wants to watch every year, has had a couple outbreaks on their team. They're possible that they might have to cancel due to an outbreak on their team. That would give Ohio State six games. Now, they're saying, well, okay, six games. If you have six games in by the 19th, you can keep your ranking and you can you can continue to play for a playoff if you can make your conference championship game. That is complete and utter bullshit. I can't believe this happens every year. There are teams, and I, I get it, they're weaker conferences. The Conference USA's, the American Athletic Conference, I get it. These teams play in weaker conferences. However, Marshall is still undefeated and not even sniffing the top four. Hell, I think they're only like, I, I, I haven't looked at them lately, so... I think they're I think they're in the top 15 maybe possibly I, I, I don't know I could be wrong on that but it, it's just asinine and it, it and I don't know what to think now other than that the NCAA is biased they want teams they want to see the same four teams play for a national championship every year so I was talking to a buddy of mine about this. We were going back and forth. We like to debate sports. It's something that we do. We like to upset each other and because we're both assholes. Um, he brought up a, a, a pretty good theory. Again, 
it'll never fucking happen just because the NCAA doesn't care. They're going to make their money. They're basically a big corporation and don't care about the consumer. He said he understands that there are these top four teams, five teams, six teams that, you know, they're in the top four pretty much every year. So what he suggests they do is take all these Alabamas, Notre Dames, LSUs, Stanfords, USCs, all these big quote-unquote powerhouse teams and put them into one conference where they have to play each other every year. You put them all into one conference. That way, if you're such a powerhouse, you should be able to beat anybody that put in front of you. This way they would have to play each other. The same four teams would not be able to make the playoff because there's no way in hell that they're going to select four teams from one conference. They just can't do it. I think this could work. I want to know your thoughts. You can comment on this uh, or email me at mikebonocomedy at gmail.com. I want to hear your thoughts. I really want to know what you guys have uh, have to say about this. I said just do away with conferences altogether and just make one conference, and that's the NCAA. And that way, it goes off of strength of schedule and rankings. And by rankings, I mean if you are undefeated or not. Now, if you're in Alabama and you're undefeated and you have played absolutely nobody, you're not going to get as much of a look than somebody who's playing Alabama, LSU, Ohio State, Notre Dame, West Virginia, Marshall, all these teams that are quote-unquote powerhouses. And this way, it could even the playing field a little bit more. Again, none of these are going to happen because it is, again, the NCAA, it is a big corporation. At the end of the day, they're going to make their money and they don't care what the consumers want to see. They have enough Ohio State, Alabama, LSU, USC fans that like seeing their teams up there every year and don't give a shit about these lower conferences. What they probably should do, again, this is really just off the top of my head, I literally just thought of this, is take all of these smaller conferences, the MAX, the WAX, the Conference USA's, the American Athletic Conference, all of these schools Disperse them into other conferences. Disperse them into the Power Five conferences. That way, you can't say strength of schedule because everybody will be playing everybody because it's all conference games. I don't know. That, that That's just my quick little thought my about that, about college football. Let me know what you have to think about that. Uh, so let's see. Where am I at time-wise here? hard driving here I'm at 21 minutes okay so as most of you know uh, I am a comedian too as well I do do comedy right now I said that in the opening of this and I am trying to make that a career I'll, I'll just be flat out honest it's been a dream of mine to be a comedian. I do have some of my sets up on my YouTube page too as well. Please check those out, like and comment, and tell me what you have to say. 
uh, about them. If you think I'm shit, go, go ahead, tell me I'm shit. I don't give a fuck. But that being said, um, I've seen a lot on Facebook about a couple uh, comedian friends that I do follow very closely. Uh, I love to see people succeeding. It's one of the great joys in my life in that I like to see people succeed. Call me crazy. Um, but I know a guy, he goes by T-Rod, uh, Tony Robinson. He's a Pittsburgh comic. And he had made a post. He doesn't really post all these drama posts and all these long rant posts and everything like that. But there were people giving him shit for traveling around and doing comedy. This man does not have a day job. This man is a full-time comedian. So when the pandemic hit and everything was shut down, his money stopped coming in. His bills did not. I see him posting pictures. Every picture that he's in with somebody, he does have a mask on. He is sanitizing uh, in between sets and everything like that. When he's traveling in between shows, he is being as safe as he possibly can. Now, anybody who wants to give somebody shit for doing their job needs to know this. There are certain people in the quote-unquote essential workforce that did not get shut down. The grocery stores, gas stations, and things of that nature did not shut down during the pandemic because they had to stay open because people needed food, gas, etc. Entertainers and people that do what we do don't have a source of income other than our craft, whether that be an actor, a comedian, a talk show host, whatever it might be. People need to realize that, yes, there is a virus out there. I'm not saying there's not. I'm not saying that it can't be deadly. I am saying that people need to work. The government doesn't care if you're working or not. They're filled with billionaires who are only worried about padding their own pockets. I'm convinced every politician is a crook. People are so worried about dying from a virus that has a 99% survival rate. That's right, everybody. 99% survival rate. They're so worried of dying from a virus, they're afraid to live. Now, I'm not saying you should be running around looking doorknobs and doing shit like that, because that's how some stupid people will take this uh, little spot here. I am simply saying that don't live in fear. I haven't watched the news in months. And I gotta tell you, it's so freeing because there's nothing good that comes from the news. Every time you turn on the news, it's murder, rape, suicide, hurricanes, tidal waves, oh, 98 degrees, good fucking luck. It's like they never tell a story about a, somebody getting a puppy or a kitten out of a tree or anything like that. It's all to keep us living in fear. And 
At first, when this virus first came out, I'm not going to lie, I was a little worried about it because I didn't know everything about it. At this point in time, this virus has been out since March is when we really started hearing about this virus. And that being said, I'm not going to live in fear anymore. I understand that there are comedy clubs and restaurants and bars and people that hold venues for comedians that are going to be at limited capacity. I understand that. I respect it. You have to do what you have to do to keep the doors open. All I'm saying is it's going to come down to all of us wearing a mask in order to get over this. I know some of you out there don't believe in masks and don't want to wear your mask because of whatever fucking reason. It's not about you. It's about other people. And this is just a way that if you could help somebody out, go ahead and help them out. I'm not all one for handouts and everything like that. I work very hard to put these together. I'm working very hard. This has been two weeks, three, no, three weeks in the making now that I have been working and planning on putting this podcast together for you. I'm just out now able to start to record. So, I work very hard at my craft. Though I don't have a lot of stage time right now, uh, where I am living, there aren't a lot of venues holding a lot of events like that. I understand it. But, all I'm saying, people, is live your life. Don't be afraid to live and do what makes you happy in this world. That is my message for today. Um, Let me see here. Coming up near the end of this, uh, I'm going to try to keep these to about a half hour. Uh, Believe it or not, I do have a sponsor for this. I know this is the first episode. The Mike Bono Ride Home Rants Podcast is brought to you by My Daily Choice. My Daily Choice is a company. It is all online. It is a way that you can get travel packages lower than Priceline and deals that are going on like crazy right now. It is the holidays. Everyone is always looking for a deal, uh, maybe to get away for a little bit, just to see other sites. You can do this at My Daily Choice. They also deal closely with CBD, the oils and the treatments. They have some with the THC and some without. They also have essential oils for those who like the aroma and everything like that that help you. They have sprays to help you sleep, bath bombs, a bunch of great products. You can get them if you use my link. If you go to hempworks.com slash mbonaventura. That's hempworks.com slash mbonaventura. That's, I'm going to spell it for you here because I know that's a mouthful. It's H-E-M-P-W-O-R-X dot com slash M-B-O-N-A-V-E-N-T-U-R-A. Go there, check them out. We got great bundles going on right now. 
uh, for the holidays. Go there, check them out, see what you have to see. And if you have any questions, you can also email me any concerns about that at MikeBonoComedy at gmail.com. Go ahead, and I would appreciate if everybody, you could find me on social media. You can find me on Facebook at MikeBonoComedian. You can find me on Twitter at MikeBonoComedy. Uh, M. Bonaventura, if you're looking for me on the Graham Graham. And Snapchat is also M. Bonaventura, too, as well. I also have links there to my YouTube pages on all my social media. So go there, check it out. Let me know what you think. Throw me a like. Throw me a subscribe. I really would appreciate it. It would help me out to help you out. I can get you the content that you're wanting to see and hear easier. I want to thank everybody for listening in today. I really do appreciate your time and to listen to me rant here on my way home from work. Everybody stay safe out there, and I will see y'all next time. The Ride Home Rants Podcast is brought to you by Dubby Energy. Energy drinks made for gamers, streamers, and podcasters alike. For gamers, streamers, and podcasters alike. Go to the link in the description where you can find the best energy drinks out there. Less caffeine than a cup of coffee. Also, no jitters and no crash afterwards. Use the promo code Mike Bono and get yourself 10% off. Also, the Ride Home Rants podcast is brought to you by my favorite sponsor of the show, and that is Shankit Golf. Golf apparel made for the everyday golfer. We might not go out and shoot a six under par. We're probably going to shoot a six over par, but this is going to give us the gear that's going to help us rock it on and off of the course. Go to the link in the bio. Use the promo code Mike Bono and get yourself 10% off there as well.